The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 8th of August. In your Squiz today, Canadian authorities believe those fugitive Canadian teens have been found dead. Roberta Williams' reality... Donald Trump visits mass shooting sites and brace for thundersnow. This is your Squeeze Today. A few minutes before we hit publish on the podcast this morning, news broke out of Canada that the Royal Canadian Mounted Police believe they have found the bodies of the two Canadian teenagers suspected of killing three people last month, including Aussie Lucas Fowler and his American girlfriend, China Deese. The bodies matching the description of Briar Schmegelski and Cam McLeod were found on the shore of the Nelson River in Manitoba. That's about all the detail we have at this stage, so we'll jump on to other news now. Claire, Roberta Williams is the widow of gangland killer Carl Williams. Yesterday she was arrested, charged with quite a few things, including kidnap and false imprisonment, threats to kill, inflicting serious injury and theft. Such a bizarre case, this one, which is why it got a fair bit of attention yesterday and particularly down in Melbourne where this all happened. Uh, Roberta Williams is accused of being part of a gang that uh, got together and did some pretty awful things to uh, a guy called Ryan Nemenko. He was working with Roberta Williams and her family on producing a reality TV show and it sounds like uh, from Nemenko's account anyway that um, she and the the group of guys um, held him, uh, demanded money uh, and he alleges that uh, Williams actually put an electrical cord around his neck and attempted to choke him. She's been released on bail. And if you're wondering about that reality TV show, it doesn't look like it's going to get off the ground. She's tried to crowdsource funding for it to the value of $50,000 and has only raised $865 so far. Crazy story. Michaela Banerjee is a former public servant. She lost her case in the High Court. Her claim was that she'd been unlawfully fired from her role in the public service when it was found she was behind a Twitter account that frequently criticised government policy. This is being labelled, Claire, as a, a landmark case. It is. There's always been that tension between public servants' right to free speech and their obligations to the public service when they sign a code of conduct saying that they will uphold the integrity of the public service. What Michaela uh, Banerjee has done is she has tweeted on several occasions about uh, the government and particularly its border security policies, which is, of course, a a direct conflict the court found uh, in regard to her role with the Department of Immigration. Um, She also had a go at her boss, uh, who was quite a well-known guy in Canberra for being um, quite public in in his role with the Department of Immigration. Uh, and her boss was the one who linked this anonymous account to her. Q discussion about whether this Mars free speech or, in fact, was the right decision by the High Court. In the US, Donald Trump and Melania Trump have, have visited the site of the most recent mass shooting in Dayton, Ohio, before heading to El Paso in Texas. They aren't expected to receive particularly warm welcomes there and already uh, through that first visit, they've kept it fairly private. They haven't been photographed. Uh, Trump overnight has also said that there's no political appetite for banning assault rifles. So what seems to be on the table and Republicans, uh, which of course is the, the part 
party of Donald Trump uh, are looking into laws that they're calling red flag laws. What those are about is not banning weapons, but trying to restrict people uh, and trying to restrict their access to those weapons. Depending on their mental health uh, or their, their history. That's right. Lots of details still to come on that though. And Jim Watkins, the owner of 8chan, which is the online message board used by El Paso shooter Patrick Crucius to post extreme material, has been called to give it evidence to the US Congress. There's a great episode of the New York Times, the daily podcast. It'll give you the background on this site. A link to that in your Squiz Today email if you're interested. A look at some more world news now. First to Kashmir, a region that has a a complex history, Claire, both India and Pakistan laying claim to the state and each controlling parts of it. What's the latest? This has been brewing for a few days. It was on the weekend where uh, tourists and pilgrims to a sacred site there were asked to leave because India said that they were expecting some sort of militant Pakistani action there. But as things have unfolded through the week, what observers are saying is that India uh, has removed Kashmir's special status to be able to create its own laws and have its own constitution uh, in an effort to integrate it with the rest of India. Uh, Pakistan's Prime Minister Imran Khan yesterday said that he would fight that move and really fears that that's about the ethnic cleansing uh, of that area. Kashmir, of course, is majority Muslim. Uh, The rest of India is predominantly Hindu and there's always been tensions there uh, and observers are now saying that that situation is a volcano ready to erupt. Great little update. And in Zimbabwe, effects of the drought, a cyclone and an economic crisis has left a third of the population, that's 2.5 million people in need of food aid, many facing starvation, all that according to the UN. Now, the headlines last night were all about how our dollar is at a decade low against the US dollar. This after the Reserve Bank of New Zealand cut interest rates by more than expected. What's our dollar got to do with New Zealand's interest rates? Very good question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not a stupid question, no, but I don't understand No, why. it's not at all. And uh, what the world currency market has done is priced in another interest rate cut for Australia uh, off the back of New Zealand having quite a significant cut yesterday that really surprised markets. So first things first is markets don't like to be surprised, so they usually react quite significantly when they are surprised surprised by moves like that. But uh, how interest rates and currency rates are linked is that uh, the higher your interest rate, uh, the more international dollars usually go to that country to invest, uh, which of course it's a demand thing because you can get more interest on your investment, uh, which of course means the lower uh, your interest rates, the lower your currency. So that's what's happened there. Well done. There's a lot of detail in this Squeeze Today podcast. I hope everyone's still with us. Basically, (laughs) now's not a great time to travel to the US, Claire, says me, who's off to New York in a matter of weeks. So, (laughs) Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. To all of you who might be planning a trip to the US as well, I, I feel you. 
Uh, the transcontinental cycling race covers 4,000 kilometres across Europe with competitors navigating their own route. There's just some checkpoints you have to pass through. The winner, Fiona Kolbinger of Germany. What a woman. I know. She's incredible. She's the first woman to win. Uh, they also have no support team. They have to find their own food and accommodation, oh, which is just quite incredible. Yeah. But, uh, yes, she completed that race in 10 days, 2 hours and 48 minutes. Uh, she came ahead of... Uh, the next guy who was 10 hours behind her and she says that she probably could have gone harder. I know, I love incredible. it. Incredible. Just, oh, you Just know, incredible. felt good, could have gone a bit harder. <laughs> she averaged about four hours sleep per day, mainly resting on the side of the road in a sleeping bag. Uh, the email subject line, what have we got today? Well, the Squiz sayings today is about um, some very bitterly cold weather that's on the way for southeastern Australia, particularly yeah. around Victoria. They're expected to have actually the, the worst cold blast uh, this winter. And uh, one of the features of that weather front will be what the Bureau of Meteorology is calling thunder snow. Thunder Apparently snow. happens when there's thunder strikes in areas where it's cold enough to snow. So it's a bit of a, it's a, an official phenomenon. It's not even a made-up media term to try and talk up. So is the song lyric Thunderstruck? You've been Thunderstruck. You can't talk about yes. thunder without going for some Akadaka. I thought so. I totally picked that one. That, that's amazing. Well done. Of all the songs. That's probably a first, <laughs> isn't it? Well done. <laughs> Maybe. I think so. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. Have a great Thursday. I think that's it from us. Stay warm. Yep. Rug up if you're down in the south. Yeah. And we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com today. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more. Are you?